welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a man that still retains his love for metal, my friend Cody. What's up, man? <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. another banger. That's what another I do, banger, man. Dude. It's I my gift. It. It's a gift and a curse. Uh, tell people a little bit about yourself. <laughs> um, got, uh, so, funny enough, I like went back and listened to my episode from last time, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, that was the cringiest shit I could have fucking possibly <laughs> said last time. Uh, my name's Cody. I'm a machinist. Um I fucking love black metal. I'm mm. a fucking Watain disciple, mm. and I uh, love kilts and just doing shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is your second time being on there, so like, what's we're just gonna kind of catch up. What's been going on with my boy Cody? Uh, I work. Yeah. I work all the time, dude. Yeah. Like, anytime they're like, "Ooh, overtime," I'm like, "Yes, yeah. please." Okay. Oh, yeah. Can, can I, I stay 12 up? hours today? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> can I never go home? Can I live here? Would it be fine if I took a nap? Yeah, like, you guys got a cot and a fan, right? I'm square. Let's go. Like, all, all the time. And, like, they don't care. They're like, yeah, yeah get work done, bud. That's good. I'm like, thanks. That's good. That's good. It's good to have a company that's just like, you know, this guy wants to work, let him work. Yeah. Instead of that, like, well, we're at 40 hours. And, or, yeah. Ooh, no. I mean, like, we we took a hit, you know, back in 2020. Mm-hmm. So obviously, most businesses do, but we took a pretty good hit, and uh, they were... They were like, well, let's not like let's not push overtime right now. But mm-hmm. now like, we're like swinging back up and we're like catching up with orders and stuff. And they're like, y'all work, let's work. Let's that's go. good. That's like, good. Hell yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, that's that uh, stupid intro. Um, said. Um, <laughs> I actually wrote down as I so expertly mentioned in the intro. Um, <laughs> you are what's called a disciple of Watain. So mm-hmm. before we get into any of this stuff, um, what does that mean? So the Watain disciples worldwide is like. Um, if anybody listened to the last episode, we are the fan club. Mm-hmm. Like we are the hype, we are the hype men for mm-hmm. Watain. Um, we're just a really big, like deep, very like involved fan club. Mm-hmm. It, that's like, it may not necessarily be our favorite band, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely like one of the bands that we look up to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it your favorite band? It's it's up there. Yeah, they're definitely up there. Um, <laughs> if if uh, definitely in the top three. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely right. in the top three. That's why that's good. That's but, good. Um, you know, it's not your entire life. It's not your oh yeah identity. No, you know? no it's yeah, just, like, absolutely. It's the thing I like that's pretty freaking rad. Yeah. Um. So how long have you been a fan? Ooh. Um. Probably since. Probably since their Wild Hunt days, mm-hmm. like uh, twenty thirteen. Okay. Um, I heard. I heard some songs from my buddy, uh, John Devlin, I used to work with at uh, my first machine shop I was at. He introduced me to the band kind of inadvertently. I mm-hmm. was like, hey, you know, like, just put some stuff that I don't know, like, on this iPod. Nice. And uh, I would just listen to music all day at work, and I wound up hearing uh, Waters of Ein. Mm-hmm. Gold. <laughs> Absolutely. Holy shit. That's Change such a good song. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then uh, Black Flames March and uh, a couple other songs. And I was like, who is this amazing fucking band? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> and he was like, oh, man, this is Watain. You ever heard of him? And I was like, no. So, like, after... Did he realize he was giving you, like, uh, a life-altering... He had no fucking idea, <laughs> dude. No fucking idea. He was just like, oh, this is pretty rad. Here you go. Yeah. Five, ten years later, and, and here like, we are. <laughs> holy shit. Um, the first show that I went to, uh, my buddy John won tickets mm-hmm. and was like, hey, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, dude, let's fucking roll. Yeah. Like, I've never seen them live. Let's fucking go. So we went, and, like, that was when it just changed my whole fucking life. Like, seeing them live was just, like, a whole different thing. Changed the trajectory of my life completely. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's crazy that something so simple as putting some songs on an iPod. Yeah, has right. fully, fully changed who you are. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And it, I feel like it's definitely for the better. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I was like, oh, you know, whatever. I'll listen to any kind of music, really. Mm-hmm. Um Except that rap, that trap rap crap that you like. Hey, 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 hey. Don't come at me. Don't come at me on damn show, Cody. Uh, <laughs> um, well, now that you're like super deep, deep um, and you're an official disciple, um, do you feel like the band has grown since you first started? Do you feel like they're like really getting better? Are they yeah. Because um, I've oh had some bands God. that just got real bad real quick. I'm like, oh, I love that first time. Oh, no. These, it's, <laughs> I mean, there's a, with the rituals and stuff they do, like on stage, there's a lot of controversy surrounding the band. And like mm-hmm. a, back in Brooklyn, I think in 2014, um, they had a show where they like threw blood mm-hmm. and it hit one of the crowd members. Obviously, you're at a fucking Watain show. 
and the guy was like, Bleh, and he threw up. Oh, wow. He was like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm uh, so weak, and he threw up. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, that caused a huge, huge controversy. Really? And um, and so they're like super notorious for that. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like artistically and like musically and spiritually, like I've seen them evolve through like interviews and listening to the music and different mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's definitely they're headed in a in in a direction that's just like I feel like they're just steadily climbing and uh, they're not going to stop anytime soon that's good man that's good do you think like because see i never heard of this band until i was talking to you that one time and you were just like oh my god it changed my freaking life um and um, <laughs> but do you think like if they keep going the way they're going like maybe they'll be like huge like huge huge like people would see that and you might i don't know i doubt it would ever get big enough to see it at like a target but you know like something like catastrophically gigantic like a ghost that's everywhere everyone loves ghosts i think ghosts suck. so i uh, really <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah i love i love that spoopy stuff man. <laughs> like i don't like so their first few albums were like pinnacle for me mm-hmm. and um these last few like they, they've been they've been they've been good this last one's eh, it's hit or miss yeah but like they've been okay but their first few albums were like super top tier for me like i love it's spoopy like it's 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 scooby-doo music yeah and i i don't know what about it something's just I love it. Look, you and Joey can come over here and fight me about this band being good or whatever. Anytime Joe's a big ever, old dude, man. Uh, I don't care. I think I got him. I think I got him. I'm quick. I'm quick. Don't come at me. Uh, but no, I, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, anytime I see it, like, I, but I think what it is is their, like, iconography and imagery and stuff. And I see that and I'm like, that is sick. Right? That is sick. Everything about this is sick. What is he? Is he a priest? This is so rad. The Black Pope. And then I'll play a song <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, 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 boo-boo. Don't give me that. Come on. I was Bro, trying to get my face melted, and now I'm just going to leave. You don't like that old Anton LaVeyla <laughs> on, the key, on, the, on the fucking organ? Like, if they look different, if they didn't look as metal, I think I'd be like, that band's okay. But it's just such a, like, you know. it's just Such a departure yeah, from what they look like. Yeah, like, they, they look so freaking metal. Their shirts are so good. Dude, yep, yep. It's, it's rad. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, the contrast, I think, is what keeps me like, fuck yeah, this is great. Yeah. And I think they sound great, too. Yeah. Right. But I like, I like I said, I like that spoopy shit. We'll, uh, we'll agree to disagree. That band sucks. Uh, bring it. <laughs> Joey, I'm talking to you. Bring it. Um. I got your back, bud. <laughs> yeah, but like um, in uh, in Sweden, Watane actually won a Grammy. Really? Like the Swedish equivalent of a Grammy for like best heavy metal album. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, the Swedes are known for being extremely metal. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a Those big Scandinavians, deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, another thing I, I wanted to ask. So I know you're a disciple. And that is the fan group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, that's time to dismiss it. It's not. Um, but I've been running into this problem with a lot of my bands. Like I've been going to a lot more shows lately, which has been great. Um, but I have found that any band that I like, I will go and see them live. And they're doing an amazing job. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so great. This is transcendent. You're really changing my life. And then everyone else there sucks. Every show I've been to lately, the crowd has been the worst. I've had people stand next to me and talk the whole time. I've had people on Ugh. the phone. I've had people not even look at the freaking stage. They paid money to go see. And so my question for you is, how are the fans for retained? Even if non, non-disciples, regular old, off the street, they thought this band was kind of metal and they show up. Can you tell? Can you look over and be like, that guy sucks? Oh, uh, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a handful. Yeah, there is a handful. It's, it's like that... Kind of like that toxic fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a handful that you can like look at them and be like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, like, there's a couple people I can look at in the Disciples and be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like, can tell that guy I'm not going to fuck with you. <laughs> but like, no, there's like people like when, like I, like I was saying, like, there's, there's people like, when you go to the show, mm-hmm. they'll look at you and be like, that dude's cringe because you're just like, you're wearing a Disciples mm-hmm. vest or a jacket or something. You know, so they'll be like, mm, that guy's fucking cringe. He's trying to go real hard. Yeah. But it's just, we love the band. But there's other people there that are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And they'll like roll up and talk to you and stuff like that. And that's actually how I became a disciple. I ran into a dude at the show and he had his fucking vest on. And I saw that he had an MGLA shirt on, mm. um, pronounced Magua. Mm. And it's fog in Polish. Oh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. They're awesome, though. I love them. Um, but uh, his name was Peter and he lives up in Atlanta. Mm. And, uh, I was like, hey, man, you know, I dig MGLA. What's up with the, you know, Disciples vest? What's going on? And we kind of talked about it a little bit, and I was like, hell yeah. Mm. So it's, 
it's and I and I approached him and he was just the super nicest dude. So I was like, well, maybe he sees me like as a nice guy, like that fan who's not in uh-huh. the disciples, you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it kind of works that way. Like some people, yeah, fuck them. Some yeah. people like are super cool. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I mean, I, can't, I guess that's everywhere. It's just been lately. It's been grinding my gears or whatever. Every time I go, there's these people. I don't know. And I just, I want them to leave or die. I, either way, I would be yeah. fine with it. Dude, uh, when uh, <laughs> we went to a Guar show recently, it was the Native Howl. Mm. If you've ever heard of those guys, mm. uh, they call themselves uh, Thrash Grass. All right. It's like bluegrass and thrash. That sounds okay. It's it's pretty neat, man. Yeah. Like some thrash with a banjo mixed yeah, in and stuff. Yeah, that sounds pretty like, good. It's dope. Yeah. Um, It was them, Necrogoblicon, mm. um, Guar. Who the fuck else was it? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Goat Whore. Oh, okay. Goat Whore was there. And there were several people that were, you know, like in the crowd, like everybody was having a good time. But there was a few people who would like walk in front of me. I'm kind of a short dude. And they'd stand in front of me. I'm like, tap on the back. Like, hey, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> you're a big motherfucker. And I'm not. How about you move? <laughs> yeah. So I can see. And he was uh-huh. like. Do you want to stand in front of me? Like, no, just move the fuck out of the way. You're tall. You can see over everyone. Just move, please. <laughs> or there was a, these two dudes, there's a part in the Goat Horse song that says, who needs God when you have Satan? Mm. And I was screaming that shit over the crowd. And yeah. like the guys turn around like, <laughs> like staring at me like I'm fucking stupid. I'm like, why are you at a goat whore? Like, why are you listening to goat whore yeah. when I see the look on your face? Like, you look stupid. Please get out. Please leave. Yeah, I got you <laughs> on that one, man. <laughs> well, you know, it was surprising when you said they were in your top three. They're not your... Uh... Like, number one, has it gotten to that stage where you don't love them as much? Oh, fuck no. Yeah. No, those guys, I I will never, I will never not love Watain, like, to the fucking max. Like, yeah. everything that they've put out that I've listened to has been fucking gold. From, like, the early scratchy days, like, Rabbit Death Curse and stuff like that, all mm. the way up to their most recent album, it's just, I, I can't find a bad song. Yeah. I can listen to a whole album. All the way through, front to back, and listen to it again. <laughs> That's good, man. That's super good. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was um, you actually have been in contact with them recently. How did that come about? You just text them? You <clears throat> call them up, man? <laughs> yeah, 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 they're my boys. Yo, you what's know? up, like, boy? <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? No, I um, I had uh, spoken with uh, E, uh, Eric Danielson, mm-hmm. the vocalist from the band. And uh, I'd spoken to him before about like taking some like Watain symbolism by the way, what I fucking hate is when people say symbology and they fucking mean symbolism. <laughs> Holy shit, I hate that. That aside, um, <laughs> everyone, it's fucking symbolism, not symbology. Symbology is the study of symbols. <gasps> but um, so I'd spoken to him about using some of the Latin symbolism to make like jewelry mm-hmm. and stuff like rings or necklaces or something. And, yeah, and yeah. we had kind of spoken back and forth about it. And unfortunately, like I wanted to make some rings. And uh, he gave me, like, strict guidelines. Like, all right, so, like, here's some designs that you can use. Uh, you, you know, whatever material you're going to use, like, I'll, I want to know that this guy can do this work and do it well. Mm. And that uh, you're going to make 13 rings specifically for the band. Mm. You're going to send them to us. And whatever else you do with them, he's like, it's only for the disciples. Mm. And I was like, great, that sounds oh, that's cool. cool. Right? So I was like, hell yeah. So I got everybody, like... Kind of excited about it, and unfortunately, the uh, jeweler that I was going to use, like, had to shut everything down for COVID, and then just never came back. Really? Yeah, and I was like, wow, fuck, man. So it made me feel stupid, mm. because I'm sure I look stupid to them, like, getting all excited about it, and they're yeah. like, hey, man, what happened? And I'm like, well, I got fucked, guys, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, I've spoken to him before, um, again, fairly recently, about, uh, you know, I'm got an idea of starting my own podcast or whenever I was looking for music and stuff. And I asked them if they would mind me using some of their music yeah. in my podcast. And then they, uh, they were like, Oh, what's going to be about? So I kind of explained it to him. He was like, mm. he's like, we're a little wary, you know, like we, we, you know, we don't really know how that's going to work out. So yeah. we're kind of wary about that. And I was like, dude, that's, you know, understandable. I hope I see you guys again. Yeah. You know, when this whole visa shit gets worked out. And so, uh, and they were like, yeah, you know, sounds great. So, like, they're just super nice dudes. That's cool. That's cool, because I was actually imagining everything they send to you was, like, the most metal, like, ever. So, it's like, you like you would, like, send them, like, a like an email, and all their emails would be, like, extra aggressive and just, like... <laughs> oh, no, they're just the nicest dudes. <laughs> really? It's awesome. so cool. They're super nice to their fucking fans. Yeah. Um, except uh, this one girl somehow found E's number. Mm-hmm. Uh, like... 
his like cell phone number. Oh God. And like contacted this motherfucker. <laughs> like, like had no, like, Hey, is it okay if I do this? Like no forethought into the whole matter, but found his number, a Swedish fucking number. And was like, Hey, what's going on? Like tried to call him. Yeah. And he was like, don't you ever fucking call this number again? He was like, <laughs> hung up. and like, he, he pretty much was like, fuck off. Yeah. And then she was like, why, why was he mean? I'm like, do you realize like how creepy you fucking were? Yeah. How did you get that number? And why are you bothering him? Like, would you like any, any stranger to call you up and wherever you are and be like, Hey, Oh my God. No, like, no fucking I don't joke. want that. I don't yeah. have my phone ringing ever. I might as well throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk on the phone. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Just text me. I'm fine. <laughs> but you were supposed to help them on the, on the, the next tour, but it got canceled. Why did it get canceled? Ooh. Um, so back in, 2019 kind of starts back there back in 2019 um one of the uh guitarists um he got stopped in the atlanta airport Mm -hmm. and they the the tsa was like we're gonna randomly check you bud Mm -hmm. and so they started like going through his phone and stuff and uh, like i guess they had found some like pictures of roadkill and like bones and blood and stuff like stuff that they have on tour oh my goodness Mm -hmm. and they were like this is a threat somehow they deemed it a threat. Mm-hmm. And um so they like revoke your fucking visa. Oh, so they God. like sent his ass to fucks in fucking Mexico and then he had to like fuck off somewhere. Uh-huh. And so the band had to play as a fucking three piece. Wow. Yeah, and it was uh <sighs> well like Eric had to play the bass mm-hmm. and uh not a three piece a four piece. Eric had to play the bass and it was just like what? Why? Like <laughs> yeah. We were just flabbergasted at what was going on, and um, and it 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 started there, mm-hmm. and so now when they came back to do a tour for their new fucking album, mm-hmm. um, there was apparently, I guess they decided they they put in to try to fight to get his visa reinstated. Yeah, and uh, whoever runs that whole fucking shindig was like, well, let's take a look at all of you since oh my God. we see why they fucking deported his ass. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at all of you guys. Oh my God. And they were like, nope, get fucked. All and of uh, they it's they were having problems, and then like pretty much they were like, mm, no, nah, we're not going to worry about that. Wow. So like, it's they just never got they were never able to get it solved because I guess America fucking sucks for having overseas bands. Yeah, you know, and uh, so they're still doing a European tour and a you know a Latin America tour. Yeah, and, was there a uh, chance they're going to come back? Yeah. Not not this year. Yeah. Um. They were looking uh, coming back in August or September to go to Psycho Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and uh, when you look at the roster now, their name's not on it anymore. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So I think like this year was just kind of a bust for them, and hopefully, maybe next year, maybe you know twenty twenty four they come back. Um, if not, I don't fucking blame them. I'll just pay to go fly to Canada or fucking oh. Mexico and and see them. Yeah. You know. Since, you can also help support them with other ways, you know. Oh, yeah, you like know, buying merch buying and their merch albums and stuff, like, and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because that, that's actually one of my favorite things about um, when you're really into somebody, and especially, like, I've seen some of this stuff. you posted some of this stuff before. Uh, this band has, like, the sickest, like, the sickest merch Bro, I've ever yeah. seen. Like, the sickest. <laughs> like, this the sickest. Shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Everything about it is so, so awesome. So, like, what kind of stuff have you have you helped support the band? Oh, God. Um... So, okay, so their most recent album, The Agony and the Ecstasy of Wotain, mm-hmm. fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Like, every song, absolute bu- fucking banger. <laughs> um, just fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the artwork in it, just, they did a live recording. So, instead of, like, recording track by track, yeah. they all went into, they uh, recorded their album in a church, in an old-ass fucking church cool. that got converted into a recording studio. And so they just got together, and they're like, hey, we fucking practice together. Why not just record together? Yeah. You know, we practice together and we fucking do shows together. Why not just record it? So they did a whole live recording, the whole fucking album. And you can tell. And just the sound and the feel of the album is just raw. And it's absolutely amazing. Really? Yeah. It's just so fucking good. That's awesome. And uh, they released the new album, um, three three physical formats. So you got cassettes, vinyl, and tapes. Mm. Or cassette, vinyl, and CD. Um, I bought two cassettes and pre-ordered a third one mm-hmm. and i have i don't know 13 12 or 13 
different uh, vinyls mm. of the same album, just different <laughs> fucking variants. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, there's one that I can't get my hands on. Like, I have one box set that's a marbled red vinyl. Oh, cool. Um, that's where this sexual shirt came from. And then there's another one that's a marbled gray vinyl um, that was released in fucking Sweden that I can't find for less than $300 right now. Yeah. Um, and then there's two other vinyls that I'm missing as a solid gray and a solid red. Everything else, white, pink, marbled blue, transparent blue, solid green, marbled green, swamp green. Like, all of these vinyls, like, I fucking have them. It's all the same fucking album. I just bought it all. Just, just I needed that's, to. That's awesome. Um, I have a handful of shirts, these these patches, a lot of these, um, excuse me, a lot of these are coming from, like, the band's website, Wolfware. Mm. Um, they have a, a U.S. store, an EU store, an Australian store, um, or Season of Mist, or any of the record labels that kind of carry their stuff. They'll usually have some of their merch, and I'll buy shirts, patches, um, you know, anything, like, audio-related. I just I don't collect CDs, so I haven't bought the CDs, but yeah, I'll buy the other yeah, physical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. But, um... Yeah, I mean, like any any kind of merch, like I'm all about it. Like, what kind of prices are we talking right now? Like, if I wanted to go get, if I wanted to go get like a T-shirt, and like three patches, and a vinyl album, am I out like six hundred bucks? Oh, shit, no. Oh, I mean, okay. it depends on the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they made a tribute album to Bathory, um, that was just a whole concert recorded, straight tribute to Bathory songs that they did, mm-hmm. um, and you can't find that vinyl for. I think less than 200 right now. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's wild, dude. And they have like some really obscure merch that kind of floats around too. Mm-hmm. Um, pins. They have a videotape. That's the the outlaw videotape. It's like the music video on a tape. Yeah. And like it's either covered in oil or it was covered in pig's blood. And it was like numbered. They're all like hand numbered huh. and stuff like that. Yeah, like posters are hand numbered, certain other things, certain cassettes. Like there's certain things that like you can buy that helps the band but it's also just really weird merch yeah people are selling a a watain belt buckle for seven hundred dollars wow but like you can get like a shirt let's say you get a shirt shipping and tax and everything about 25 bucks yeah the vinyl standard yeah right so the vinyl is probably another 25 um a couple patches let's say each patch is about six bucks so i mean you know you're looking at Sixty, seventy dollars. Oh, okay, all right. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I, I love the idea that they have like weird stuff, though. I like when bands have like, like everyone's got a t-shirt and, and sells their album and stuff like that. But it sounds like it's a little off the beaten path to have a VHS covered in pig's blood. But like right. something, something that's like different and would mean something more to the fans. Like, oh, that that's awesome. That's weird, but that's awesome. I want that. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's not the same old, same old. Get your black t-shirt. I mean, I'm going to buy the black t-shirt, but... <laughs> right, right, right. Like, give me something else as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something super cool. Do you have, like, a favorite piece of merch you bought? Ooh. Um, so, I bought a box set of their Lawless Darkness album. Mm-hmm. And it. I couldn't find this box set for a couple years that was anything less than about three to three fifty. dollars mm. um, But I found it for 200 flat. Okay. Bought that motherfucker. But it was a CD. Like I said, I don't collect CDs, but that was the only time I bought it. And it was a leather-bound wooden box, but uh, in a shape like a book. But you just slide it, oh, sli- slide it out like a little drawer. It comes with a small deck of cards that's got art on one side and lyrics from a song on the other side. Oh, that's super rad. And then they have a black candle. Um, I can't name the smell of this candle, but it's it's super cool when there's like engraved and painted or printed on the candle, um, like symbols and lyrics. Yeah. And there came uh, a necklace. It's like a goat head and some other symbols on it. And then there's a big fucking flag that came with it. <laughs> and it's just, everything's fucking super cool in yeah. that box set. And I got that thing for 200 and I was so stoked. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I think that's one of my favorite, like recent purchases yeah. of, uh, of merch that they've had. That sounds pretty worth it because you're getting a bunch of cool stuff and it's not like, like I said, it's not the normal, you know, I got a right. t-shirt. You know? I got a, a vinyl that I really fucking love. It's uh, called the Namini Parco vinyl. Mm-hmm. And uh, Namini Parco means no one is spared or none are spared. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much referring to the, the Reaper to death. Yeah. And uh, what it was was it apparently was a bootleg. It was recorded and then pressed onto vinyl. And uh, 
the guy who was pressing it, like, was fucking bootleg. That's a big no-no. But mm-hmm. Watain caught wind of it, contacted that motherfucker, and was like, we're going to buy the rest of these. No, you're going to give them to us. I don't, I don't remember exactly yeah. how it went. It was like, we're taking these, and then we're going to sell them. That's awesome. And so it became like, it was unofficial, then it became official. <laughs> but now, like, it's an official bootleg. Yeah. So I always thought that was cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Was there, yeah, is it worth it? Like, has he ever, you ever bought anything from them and been like, man, this kind of blows. This candle kind of smells like butt cheeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a question. I'm just asking questions. Um, no. Honestly, I've, I've never been like, man, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, everything <laughs> that I bought them, it was, if it wasn't like, fuck yeah, it was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. You know, it was either like, it's a, always a good reaction, but mm-hmm. like, it just varies from like, fucking holy shit to like, yeah, all right. Yeah, right, all right on. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I'll leave that in the cart. Uh, was there anything coming out you're trying to grab? Is there anything you're like, when this, when this drops, this is getting all that, I'm going to write the check. Put my name on it. Um. Well, so I try to stay like informed all the time on like any merch that they fucking drop. Yeah. And since I follow them on Instagram and uh, I follow them on Facebook and I just I try to keep up with them all the time and they stay in contact with the club itself. Mm. So they usually like, you know, we usually know what's going on with them pretty regularly. Um, anything that drops, we're just like eat it up immediately. <laughs> um, we just there's a lot that uh. People are just like, hell yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. But it's it's there's nothing that like right now that I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy this immediately. Mm. Um, I just see it and I'm like, all right, cool. I make a note of it in my head. Mm. Um, there's a vinyl that they put out. It's a uh, Reaping Death, and uh, there were two copies. There were there's twenty copies of one. It's an uncut vinyl. It's a picture disc. Oh, cool. But there's another one that was released. That's the cut vinyl. Like it's shaped, cut shaped to the logo. And, uh, but the promotional copy, the uncut, there's only 20 pieces. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was looking it up and it was about 250 something Mm -hmm. to buy it, but no one's selling it right now. Uh, Now, if I could get my hands on that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. When you're, uh, when you're not out there giving blood to the blood gods or whatever the hell you're doing, <laughs> um, uh, you've been getting out of doors. You've been leaving the house. Man. I have, I have. Which is weird. I would never, never. <laughs> not in your life. Yeah. So, so you went, uh, you went hiking. Yeah. So, um, uh, it's, it's, I've, I've always loved the outdoors, mm-hmm. and like, even in this fucking heat down here, like, I'm still like jeans and boots all day. I don't know what it is, but like this heat doesn't fucking bother me. Yeah. Like, no, I'm a hard pass on that. Oh man, I can, I can do it. Not when I sleep. Not when I sleep. Now I drive a 98 expedition. Mm. The AC doesn't work and the front windows don't roll down. Mm. So if I'm driving That's why long, you're just conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. Whipped, that's, yeah. You've I'm been just, whipped and beaten. You'd be like, you know, it's really not that bad. <laughs> I leave work where I don't sweat. And then I drive home dripping sweat when I get out of the truck. Like, Oh man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just uh, really like getting outdoors and just, I don't know, like kind of being a workhorse sometimes, like working in the yard, doing stuff like that, doing like gardening, green thumb stuff, but I also mm-hmm. like going on hikes and like rolling out to the beach in the morning sometimes mm-hmm. and just something about it is very freeing. Yeah, no, you know? I mean, I'll go, I'll go on a hike, but you said there was 12 miles involved. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm, so, I'm going to say no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I've always loved being like in the woods and like, and I fucking love the mountains and different stuff like that. And, um, I've been up to Clayton, Georgia is where we went, me and uh, my buddy Drake, mm-hmm. um, one of the guys I work with. And, uh, he said he had been on this hike before and I was like, all right, cool, man. You know, he was telling me about it and he was like, it's considered like an intermediate hike. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And in my brain, I was like, well, who considers this intermediate? And then when I got on the hike, I was like, oh, people who fucking hike all yeah. the time <laughs> yeah, yeah. consider this intermediate. Yeah. Now, my fat ass was not ready. <laughs> like, a 12-mile walk with, you know, 30, 40 pounds of gear is one thing. Mm-hmm. I can walk 20 miles, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, But this is up the mountains. Mm-hmm. Like, up and down and up and down and sideways. And I, like, flip over on my head and walk on my hands kind of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the fucking mountains. <laughs> Boy, I was not fucking ready for that. <laughs> I was, oh, God. <laughs> 30 pounds of gear up and down these fucking mountains? Nah, my friend. Now, nah. You, your boy already went. He already did this. He wasn't like Cody. Now, it says intermediate, but that means 12 miles in the sleet, uphill in the snow, all this nonsense. Not really. He was just like, yeah, it's great. He was, he was like, you're going to be tired, dude. Yeah. Like, he didn't like fully prepare me for uh-huh. much, how much I would fucking hate myself. <laughs> but the funny thing was, he did tell me like, 
in about a few, like in, you know, three or four months, you're going to forget how much you fucking hated it. Yeah. And you're going to be like, it was fucking great. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, it was the best time of life. I understand that I fucking was not in shape for that. And uh, I understand at that time I hated it. But looking back, I was like, that was dope as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we hiked. Um, so we looked up the hike on this app called All Trails. Mm-hmm. And dude said, we went from War Woman Dell uh, up in Clayton, Georgia, and we hiked to Dix Creek Falls. And the river that we were on is literally the border of Georgia and South Carolina. Oh, cool. You can look, and there's fucking South Carolina. That's really cool. It, yeah, it's wild as fuck. But you are miles away from civilization. Like, you are fucking nowhere. Yeah. You get hurt, you're probably going to fucking die. <laughs> like, no signal, nothing, you're fucked. Um, well, did you prep for this? Or are you just like, man, boots, jeans... That exact shirt? Oh, you suck. Uh, was it this shirt? No, no, no. It wasn't It wasn't this shirt. But it was these boots, actually. Yeah. These boots I'm fucking wearing. Um, that's how I broke them in. Yeah. I got new insoles and these boots, and I fucking broke these motherfuckers in on yeah. that trail. And I tell you what, best boots and insoles I've ever had in my life. Yeah? Yeah. Like, not my feet did not hurt a single bit. Now, unfortunately, I did pull my fucking hip flexor in the first four miles. Oh, great. And so I had to walk another eight fucking miles with a pulled hip flexor. That shit sucks. Now, I'm sure. I'm sure it was great. It was but great. Uh, we the when you look at the app, it said it was nine and a half miles. Mm. And we were like, all right, cool. Like, you know, 19 in and out. Fine. Nah, dude. We got to our nine-mile point, and we were like, how are we still three miles away from where we're supposed to fucking be right now? Yeah. So we hiked to camp and it was, yeah, fucking 12 ass miles. Oh my God. Hiked in camp, set up our fucking hammocks right by the fucking river. Absolutely fucking beautiful. Like just all you could hear was the water rushing. The water was freezing fucking cold, but it was just every bit of it was fucking great after the hike. And we got to camp and stuff like awesome. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. And I would do it again, except not the whole 12 miles. There is a road that we crossed over that you can actually pull your car up to this old dirt road where like four or five people live down this shit. Like no one fucking knows about this dirt road pretty much. You can pull in there and park and you'll hike three miles oh, okay. to the campsite. Much better. And I'm like, bet dude, I'll do that all day. Because after you, after you hike the 12 miles and you've camped and you had your nice time, you, you got to hike back, right? Yeah. That's the thing about hiking is you got to get back. We got to get the yeah. fuck out. So what we actually did, um, because I had, because I'd fucking hurt my hip and stuff, and Drake was like, fuck, man, like, I don't want to do this shit either. Mm. So we got out to that fucking dirt road. We hiked us three miles back to that dirt road, and then we fucking hiked back. We were hiking up that dirt road to get out to the main road nice. to fucking call an Uber to get our fucking asses back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, we actually wound up running into some dudes um, who were hauling ass out, and they were like, hey, you guys need a ride? We're like, uh, fuck yeah, bud. Yeah. So uh, we wherever like, you're going, I'm getting in the car. Just yeah. Try not to murder me, but if you do, whatever. They were super <laughs> nice dudes, and they said they were doing some fishing and whatnot, so we hopped in and rode with them. They rode us back to the to his car, and then we came back. But, uh, man, that was, uh, that was, whew, was there like I was a, not ready. Was there like a point where you were like, oh, yeah, hiking, hiking's bad? Because I, I, anytime I want to hike, I'd be like, this is going to be the best day of my life. It's fine. It's like, <laughs> it's usually about two, three miles in, I'm like, oh, man, hiking... Hiking's bad. <laughs> Who said this is fun? So Drake was like, you think this is fun? And I was like, not this one. Not this one. This one fucking sucks. Yeah. I told him uh, next time I'm going to prepare by just getting my backpack full of gear and then like walking up a Stairmaster for like three hours there and just like preparing my fucking self. <laughs> and I had like, my hip was hurting for days after that. Like I went and I got like stretched out by like, a professional or whatever, like mm-hmm. assisted stretching, they, like ratchet strap your body down oh my God. and they stretch you in different directions. And then they like ratchet strap that stretch down to make sure it stays and hold you in place. Ugh. Fucking wild, but it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. It worked. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> as soon as I left that place, I was like, Oh, I can fucking walk again. <laughs> Are you, uh... I got diarrhea on the hike. Oh yeah. That when was the we point got... that we found it. Everyone, yep. we found the point where you stopped having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked to you. Cause like I had to stop. Now, smart me, I brought some, like, wipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we got to camp and I was squared away or whatever, I must have gotten food poisoning because mm-hmm. I was just, I just, I didn't have any fun. Like, try to go to sleep every 45 minutes to an hour. I was up out of my hammock, going off into the woods, <sighs> coming back, going off into the woods, coming back. Oh, man, it was bad. <laughs> it was fucking bad. Were you just out there for the one night? 
Yeah, yeah. You we were just twelve like, miles to mm-hmm. sleep for one night yeah. to poop in the woods for the entire night mm-hmm. and then walk back. Yeah, boy, hiking. <laughs> <laughs> my brother got me a sticker as a fucking joke, yeah. and I haven't put on my truck yet, but it says I love pooping in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, man, that fucking fits. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going anytime soon? You gonna start hiking? You gonna be a hiker? Hiking? Man? Um, I mean, like I'll do, you know, like four or five miles here and there. Mm-hmm. Um. Around here, obviously, you fucking know it's it's flat and swampy. Like I don't want to fucking no, I walk don't around that yeah, shit. No. Like carry it off fucking, myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking big ass mosquitoes. Yeah. And shit. Oh, that's a gator. Fuck. <laughs> like I'll go up to the fucking mountains again and do a little four or five mile hike. Like hell yeah, let's do that shit. I'm about that. Mm-hmm. But um, I just haven't. I just haven't recently. Like I said, just been working all the fucking time. If you were going again right now. What would you change? Uh, the mileage. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> I'll, I'll hike in this shit right now. My yeah. fucking vest, my jeans, my boots, all of it. I'll hike in this shit right now. <laughs> well, uh, um, you also, um, you also, besides, you know, doing your your terrible hike. I don't know why you even wanted to talk about that. Um, <laughs> you're also hitting the beach, man. You said you're getting up super early to watch the sunrise. What got God, you started man. doing that? I I don't that know. That sounds great. It whole dude. It's it's a whole different fucking experience man it's so weird like that's the good thing about being close to tybee you Mm -hmm. know like close to the fucking coast is rolling out there and just like cool watching that sun come up it's just like i don't know man it's 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 wild it's so fucking relaxing and there's maybe three other fucking people on the beach yeah nobody's bothering you no kids are fucking screaming their heads off like idiots Mm -hmm. like maybe a, a runner now and then somebody's got a dog or a couple walking down like yeah sit on the jetties and you just watch that sun come up and it's just so nice. It's like, it's cool. Mm. Well, obviously not right now, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like nice and cool. Like you get a little gust of wind, that fucking sea air and you just watch that sun come up and it's like, fuck yeah. What made you start doing that? You just, I don't know. I just yeah. wanted to fucking do it one day. Yeah. I just like had a day off and, uh, was like, let's go, let's go watch the fucking sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> and like every once in a while, I'll just get up and go do it. Even when it's on cloudy days, like, mm. You'll sometimes you'll see that sun like peek through the clouds and you're like, there it is. That's yeah. fucking worth it right there. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what it is. It's just something about it. It's just like, it it feels liberating in a weird way. Yeah. But yeah. God is so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um. So what time are you getting up to go do this? What time does the sun rise? Not around uh, me. I'm shit. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to getting up. I'm used to getting up at like five in the morning anyway. Mm. Um. And so like you know in the summertime like the sun rises at like six. In between like six and six thirty, mm. so I'm getting up like four forty five, throwing my clothes on, rolling out to the beach, and then like, and I'm not even like on the beach that day. Like I'm on the beach to watch the sunrise, and then like walk around, maybe play in the water a little bit, mm. but then like I'm out. I'm going to uh, the Breakfast Club <laughs> down the road on Tybee, like eat breakfast and kind of fiddle fart around, then go in Savannah. Like yeah, I'm just there to watch the sunrise, and then the get the fuck out. out. <laughs> Um, I, um, I, uh, what, what keeps cracking me up though, is I keep imagining, you know, I know, I know Cody, there's a guy sitting in front of me. I, I know what this man looks like. And I just love just imagining you at five in the morning, the sun's coming up. There's a couple of people with their dogs and they're having a good time and look over and just, I just hear like a low riff, Bruh. you know, <laughs> I'm like there in like jeans and boots yeah. and like this fucking vest, like looking angry, but like enjoying it. Like people don't know, but as a far, they're like, what the hell is happening over here? Yeah. Like who did he just kill? But now you're just like, man, I love this sunrise, bro. This is great. <laughs> like blood covered hands just sitting there like calm, real contemplative on the jetties. Like, somebody called a cop like, hey, I think this dude just killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever like gotten up this early and drove all the way down there and fully missed it? That would ruin my entire existence. So not fully. Um, got up one morning. Uh, it just, I, I don't remember what caused the lateness, mm. but we got to the beach and like, you could just see like it almost starting to crest. And I was like, almost oh, running shit. like, fuck, no, I'm not missing this. <laughs> Punch an old woman. <laughs> I got to see this. <laughs> Get out the way, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for people like me who aren't getting out of bed that early, would you recommend other people to come join you? I'm not doing it, but would you? Recommend? I absolutely fucking would. Yeah. yeah. It's life-changing, like, life-altering. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, it's something about it is just, <laughs> if you're a morning person mm. and you got a day off, go fucking do that shit. Yeah. Like, it's something about it is just so relaxing and it's just 
It's nice. Yeah. It's fucking nice. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I have another topic that's uh, kind of... I, I couldn't figure out a way to segue into this because I've never heard these words put together. Um, you said you went on a Fallout tour? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. that, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm a huge, huge Fallout fan. Yeah. Like, been playing these games for fucking ever. Um, I started with three, um, and I've watched videos and playthroughs and read. I know all the fucking lore. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my fucking jam. Uh Forget the other guy that you had on the show that's a big Fallout nerd, too. Uh, probably a bunch of them, because it's like the game is transcendent, but continue. Right? It's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but I, I started playing with 3, then I played New Vegas, and New Vegas is still my top tier, absolute fucking favorite. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I had to fucking play 4, and then I bought 76. And 76 sucked at first, but like playing with friends, once you're a higher level, like, dude, it's, it's, that's actually super fucking cool with yeah. the work they've been doing on Like, I'm not over here trying to suck Bethesda's dick, but, yeah. like, they did some pretty good work on it so far, you know, and it's getting better. Yeah. Um... I even the uh, the original two Fallout games were made by like Black Isle Studios mm. and um and Interplay and stuff and they were working on a Fallout D and D like book stuff you know mm-hmm. they were doing Fallout like tabletop stuff yeah and uh, they had everything ready to go squared away written but when Bethesda bought it all Bethesda was like no we're not going to do that mm-hmm. we're going to focus on the games and so they just shit canned it. So the guys took it and was like, well, fine, we'll reskin it. Mm. So they reskinned everything and then put it back out, and now it's called Exodus. Oh, okay. And now Bethesda's like, oh, wait, tabletop's back in style now? <laughs> like, oh, let's release some tabletop games. Yeah. So, like, they're trying to get in on it, too. But, like, for the OG people who, like, played the first two games or even, you know, like, played the third and stuff, like, look at Exodus, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty much fucking Fallout. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's super cool. But, um... So Fallout 76 takes place in West Virginia. Mm. Um, and me, my buddy Jordan, and my buddy James, we all were like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Let's roll to West Virginia. <laughs> the most random fucking place. <laughs> Let's roll to West Virginia. Yeah, like what what all is in West Virginia besides dental nightmares, man? Like <laughs> You know, oddly enough, um, cool ass cryptids. Yeah? Yeah, like <laughs> the fucking uh sheep squatch. Mm. Like this, this little thing ah, on my fucking vest great. right here, like in Fallout, like the the sheep squatch is this like weird goat headed like sasquatch like giant abominable creature mm. with like kind of a skullish goat face with these giant ram horns and it's just like devastating everything in its fucking path. Mm. Um, and there's like the Mothman, the Mothman Museum. There's the Flatwoods monster that's on my hat right now. That's for the <laughs> 304 area code for the Flatwoods and Sutton and stuff. Mm. But like. There's a lot of shit going on in yeah. West Virginia that I didn't realize. I thought it was like, like you said, dental nightmares and yeah. cousin fucking. But yeah, no, like, yeah. it's, there's, it's, fuck, it's beautiful up there. Yeah. I found 170 acres of land, mm. um, mountaintop, for $144,000. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How, that's fucking, holy shit cheap. That's a, that's a commune is what we could do. We could oh start my, our own community. Right? Like, <laughs> But it's just, like, it's actually, like, really fucking beautiful up there. And we were up there for the week, and we went to Sutton and Flatwoods, and we stayed in Charleston, which is the capital. Mm -hmm. And then we went to all these different places where all these different cryptids were, like, different points in the game. And you can look, all the photos I've taken, you can look and see so much of the inspiration. I get it, like, oh, yeah, West Virginia. Like, no, dude, like, it's like they took these buildings out of West Virginia and just said, fuck it, let's render it and put it in the game. That's cool. And it's so fucking amazing looking and there's this place uh, in the game called white springs mm-hmm. and it's this huge like huge huge area like golf course mansion all these like other houses and stuff like that and it was built back way 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 back in the day and it's actually called greenbrier mm-hmm. and uh they call it white springs in the game because at greenbrier they have a white sulfur springs oh, okay and it's like sulfur water that just naturally comes the fuck up out of the ground and so they built a little like kind of gazebo thing around it and it stinks like fucking shit, but <laughs> yeah, it's like, it still just bubbles up sulfur water yeah. out of the fucking ground. Wow. And it's just looking at Greenbrier and like one of the, uh, one of the big old like shut down insane asylums in West Virginia. That's also in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so cool to see all these places in real life. Yeah. You get so, you get so accustomed to seeing them in the game, like playing through it, running through the fucking halls. When we went into Greenbrier and was walking through the halls and looking at everything, we were like, I've been there. I've been there. I've been over That's there. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucking cool. 
that's pretty rad, man. You know, like I, I, I love Fallout as well, but I've never thought like, what if I went and visited the places over in that game? You know, what were you just like? You just on a lark? You're just like, come on, guys, let's go spend a week we, in, in West Virginia. Kinda, yeah. yeah. We all were like talking about it, and they were like, how about we go just go do this? Yeah. And we were all like, fuck yeah, let's go fucking do that. Yeah. I man. did that kind of years ago. Um, I went out to Vegas. Oh, cool. And I saw a couple spots. Like, I didn't go on a Fallout tour then. I wish I really would have. But I, like, saw a couple spots that I recognized from Las Vegas and the surrounding areas mm-hmm. that were in the game. Yeah. In New Vegas. And I was like, this is really fucking neat. <laughs> like, seeing the city of Prim and, like, just different stuff like that was super neat. Like, man, that's badass. Yeah. What was the coolest thing you saw the whole time? Ooh. Probably... Probably it was Greenbrier. Yeah. The the White Springs, where White Springs is in the game. Um, there and the Insane Asylum that was, unfortunately, we missed the tours by like a week. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like they stopped doing the tours of the whole inside because it's like supposedly haunted and stuff. And we could have saw all the crazy shit that was in the game and also in real life, but they stopped doing tours. And, uh, but Greenbrier was probably like the coolest thing that we fucking saw. That's really cool. Was there, was there anything that you showed up to that was just like an absolute letdown? Um... A little bit, um, like the uh, the Flatwoods, like Sutton and Flatwoods kind of area. Mm. It it was like super run down, and all the buildings looked closed for everything, and it was just like, man, like there's literally nothing going on here. <laughs> and pretty much like the only thing that was open was like the post office and the Flatwoods Monster Museum. <laughs> and I I felt. Like, it should have been a lot more hyped up mm-hmm. than it really was, because I'm like, how are there not more people, like, that played this game, like, coming out here and, like, looking at this shit? Yeah. Um, and they had, like, some Fallout merch in there, uh-huh. so you know that they're aware of, yeah. like, what's going on, but it, it, it kind of was a letdown a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that was pretty much, like, Sutton Flatwoods area. Um, I don't know if we ever went up to Grafton, but um, you just, you kind of had to take, take everything you know, at face value a little bit. Yeah. And just enjoy everything that we were doing. Yeah, it sounds super rad, super rad. Uh, my main question I want to ask is, uh, uh, how many people ask you about your settlements while you're out there? Like 15, 20? Oh, no, not every second of every day? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't out in Boston. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is there any other fallout places that you're going to try to go, man? Yeah, I actually do want to go up to Boston mm. and check out, like, what Fallout 4 is based on. Mm-hmm. I want to go up to DC. I've never been to DC. I want to go up to DC and like check out the points and fall out three and stuff like that. And I want to go back to Vegas and I want to do that loop and I want to check out all the spots that you can visit. Like I want to do a whole ass fallout tour, yeah. like of every game, everywhere it's based off of like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool, man. You know, like I said, I have a huge love for that game as well. It's just, it's just so good. You get so immersed in everything. Like, you really you feel do. like you just kind of live there, especially if you pump the hours in that I know we both have, you know, you're just yeah. like, like, Oh, I know exactly where everything is in here. And it's like, it's stupid. It's video games, whatever. But like, there's something always been about those games. If anybody asks what my favorite game is, it's going to be Fallout 3 yeah. because it's just so good. I was just really, really captured everything that, you know, I wanted to have, you know, it's fantastic. One of the things I do hate mm-hmm. is the, the settlement building mm-hmm. in Fallout 4, because you'll build a settlement. And then you'll have, like, shelves. You have these shelves set up perfectly. Like, you'll take your Nuka-Colas, and you'll set them all in a row. Uh-huh. You'll make everything look real fucking nice, and everything's just fucking perfect because nothing snaps. So you have to, like, pick it up and flip it around uh-huh. and, like, flip it and just really let it down slowly uh-huh. just to make sure it sits fucking perfectly. And then some fucking idiot NPC, like, walks into it, like, and hits it, and it just knocks shit over. And so I immediately just, like, pull out my rocket launcher and just start blowing everything to fucking hell. And like, whatever, fuck you guys. I just get so tired of it. <laughs> well, we're going to we're gonna turn down the Marty Robbins for a second, and uh, we're going to talk about something cool that you're actually working on. You are actually about to start a podcast. I am. So, what is it? What is it about? Um, It's called Auditory Warfare. Mm. And uh, it's it's pretty much like kind of what you do. It's an interview-style podcast where I want to sit down with people and just interview them about music. Mm. Just specific music. That's it. Like, you're a nice guy. I don't give a fuck about these people, what they're doing with their spare time. <laughs> I want to know about what music you listen to. Yeah. Like, tell me your favorite band, your favorite album, your favorite fucking songs, the lyrics in the songs. Like, how have they touched you? How have they molded you as a person? Yeah. Like... What are your favorite genres? Like, these bands, like, have you ever seen them fucking live? Like, what's your best and worst concert experiences? Like, best and worst albums? If you want to rank them, fucking rank them for me. You know, mm-hmm. tell me something 
that grabs you and holds you so fucking hard that it has changed you yeah. as a fucking person like what did me. Like, I want to know where your he- where your head and your heart are when it comes to these bands. Yeah. And because that's something that we can all, even from fucking caveman times, like mm. we communicate through fucking music. Yeah. And it touches people so deeply that it can make someone cry. It can yeah. fucking stop somebody from crying. It could put them in a good mood, a bad mood. It could fucking make, you know, people like it just, it affects everyone differently. Yeah. But I want to know how it affected you. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like you really get to also know a person like talking like you and me are right now. Like you get to know all my hobbies and stuff like that and just kind of bullshit, you know, and, and talk about the stuff. But like when it starts to come down to music, you'll start to see people get real fucking passionate. Yeah. Whether they fucking hate it or whether they fucking love it. Yeah. And I want to know why, you know, and I called it auditory warfare because like everyone's going to have warring opinions mm. no one's going to have the same fucking thoughts on everything it's going to yeah. be different from you know person to person yeah ghost sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> joey i'm with you bud. let's go but, um, <laughs> but i mean like yeah so it's like like i like, i want to know how it touches these people yeah and i feel like if i can really get like to understand that i can really understand people in mm. general and it's just something like I've always thought was fucking cool. And I don't know. And I feel like I don't necessarily have a target audience. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm I'm sure, you know, people would just listen to it. But uh I feel like it's not necessarily an untapped well, but there's a lot of potential because people may have similar you know, people may have similar interests, but it's never gonna be the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every week is different. You um plan on sticking to like a like a particular like genre or is it going to be like all things like no my, it's just all things like yeah. it's it's if i love every song by the bgs and i want to fight you over it are you f- cool with that <laughs> we'll record it yeah but like but we'll throw fucking hands yeah that's what... <laughs> everyone <laughs> like nights on broadway uh you know ninja sex party did it better but i mean so it's it's any music like yeah. it's you know the person that i'm interviewing at the time like what's your go-to i want to know their you know their take on line uh their take on things and and what line of music they're into gotcha gotcha well it hasn't launched yet but what you've been putting in the work like you've been getting the name down so what kind of stuff what do you have prepped for this thing so um it's so i'm working uh with one of my buddies aaron we work together Mm -hmm. and um he's you know like i said earlier i work all the fucking time he works all the fucking time and he's got a wife and kids, and so, like, he gets real busy with stuff, and, and so it's it's hard to kind of get together to do it. But he used to stream a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, console Defector, everybody. Console <laughs> Defector, check him out. But um, he streams, and so he's got the equipment, and he's, like, stoked, like, yo, dude, I'll help you produce. And I'm like, yeah. really? Like, he was about it. And I was like, yeah. well, hell yeah. And uh, so uh, working with um, my buddy at Warcore, um he helped me design the logo mm-hmm. um and he does fucking absolutely phenomenal work uh warcore w a r k o r p s mm-hmm. um follow that dude on instagram dope shit <laughs> um but he helped me design it we got the name the logo um we're working on the intro um and uh i got like my questions like well i'm going to start asking people like lined up and ready to go mm-hmm. and we've kind of been working back and forth on like the intro for like me talking like how we're going to introduce the show you know every week or whatever yeah so when are we going to start recording man uh, i don't know um i i wish i could give you a fucking date yeah. and it just it just it's so silly to me like oh yeah i'm doing this but it's like i i don't even know yeah you know but it's just something i've been thinking about a lot and actually you inspired me to do it like hey. doing this inspired me to talk to people about like their music interest because mm-hmm. you talk to people about their interest period, whether it's like music, gaming, anything mm. I want to know specifically about their music. And you really inspired me to do that and to see like how this has taken off for you. I'm like, man, I hope this does the same for me. <laughs> and so I, I really do like, I owe that to you. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I man. appreciate it. Just whenever you do start doing it, just know that it is one a whole lot of nonsense. Uh, it takes up a lot of your time, <laughs> but it's yeah. really fun and rewarding. Um, and once you start, like it took me forever 
to record the first one, I was just like, I was like, and that's planning stages forever, dude. I was mm-hmm. like, I have to cry. I, get the, I, get, I can't do it without the right equipment. Like, I, right. I can't do it without a low. I can't do it without anything I could possibly think of. I was like, I can't do this without. The, it'll be the littlest thing. And then yep. once I finally recorded something, I was like, oh no, I could have done that with nothing. I could have done yeah. that with my cell phone. You know what I mean? It would have had the yeah. same exact thing. You know, and the, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get doing it. Like the Josh that is sitting in front of you right now is not the same Josh that recorded with you before, and it's not that same Josh that was did the first episode. Right. I'm shaky and nervous and weird, and like now I'm just like. Hey, you know, it's just, it is what I do now. Yeah. I just sit in front of a mic and talk to people and I get so much out of it. And if you can get anything, you know, out of people, real reactions and stuff like that, it's so gratifying, you know, yeah. like, cause they feel better and you know, you get some cool content going on and, and it just, it makes you like, you know, I will sit around and I'll, I'll remember these stupid conversations forever, you know, about like, Oh man, that's my way. You was shit in the woods. You know what? I'll think about it forever. <laughs> you know, Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just Hell the way yeah. that the, something that's so simple as this has made such a big impact on my life. You know, I just, um, I'm looking forward to when you go on the show. Whenever you start recording the show, I would like to be on your You're show. You're absolutely going to be on the show. We're like, without a doubt. You know, I will fight you to the death. You're going to have to turn my gain way down because when I get to talk about music, I will yell and scream at you. I'll bring um, gloves. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be it's gonna be super fun. But um, we're going to start wrapping things up. Um, but just know, it's coming. What was the name of it again? Auditory Warfare. Exactly. It's going to be everywhere. I promise you. This guy's super cool. You guys know him. You love him. It's going to be awesome. Um, So before I do our final nonsense, anything besides Auditory Warfare you would like to plug? What you got? Yeah, Watain's newest album. Um, It's called The Agony and the Ecstasy of Watain. Every fucking song is a fucking banger. Um, One of my favorites is uh, Saramosa. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Black Cunt is a good song. Yep. Um, Ecstasies of Night Infinite. Like, it's... It's just they're all fucking great. Yeah. All of them are fucking banger. Um, definitely fuck them. Fucking plug that new album. Yeah, merch. Go buy their fucking merch. <laughs> um, support the band since they can't tour in the U.S. because the U.S. kind of fucking sucks when it comes to that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Um, and if you want to like fly to Mexico or you know tickets, go buy those. Yeah. They're they're doing a, a Latin America tour in December and stuff. November right. and December. Well, you start pulling a check from these guys, man. The much you talk about it, you start pulling a check. Oh, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but every time I'm anywhere, I'm talking about this band, so I'll take a little, little you know, give me a, give me a discount. Give your boy a discount. I'll take 10%. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, uh, my first final question is my favorite question to ask anyone. What is your favorite song right now? Saramosa. Yeah? Yeah. Off, Bible Tane off of the new album, yeah. Saramosa. Why? It's... There's something about it that it when you listen to it, I don't know, it, like it like it hits deep for some reason. Like it's, I I feel like it, just from the fucking opening riffs and everything, it's just mm-hmm. something that hits me. I'm like, ooh, fuck yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just something about it, man. It's nice. Well, now we'll finally have some Wattain on there. Last time you squandered your chance. You were just like you thought it was gonna be Wattain, and you gave me Ninja Sex Party. Yo, did you ever, like did you listen to the song? No, of course I did. Dude. I listen to every single one of these songs, man. <laughs> This is my cutting the grass playlist, boys. Uh, <laughs> so now I'll be cutting the grass with the most metal nonsense I've ever heard. I'm sure. Hell yeah. I'm sure of it. So my final question for you: Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What Let's is your, fucking go. What is your favorite non-vacation related thing to do when you're out of town? It's a little complicated, but like when you're out of town, mm-hmm. you're like not on vacation. You know, you're not like, oh, we're gonna go to the theme park, or whatever. Like when you're out of town, what do you like to do? What is, What is something you're gonna do? And mm-hmm. give me my answer if it helps. What? I go to the mall. I would go to any mall in like a any any mile radius. If there's a mall, I'm going. And I don't know why. I like dead malls. I like malls that are thriving. I like malls that I can't afford. I'll tell you what, I the mall, it. one of the malls in Jacksonville that we fucking went to was fucking thriving. I love going to the malls, man. It's like Wild. I'll get like a pretzel. And I'll walk around and I'll see these stores I've never heard of. I'll be like, oh man, is that an open hot topic? What's up? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> there's people shopping at Spencer Gifts still. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I just love it. You know, Sbarro's still a yeah. thing? Oh, Hell Sbarro's yeah. going home with me every time <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Um, so what is yours? Mm. As funny as it is, I just like to act like a fucking tourist. Like, I'll go That's do fun. the most touristy shit and, like, <laughs> maybe be mildly annoying. But, like, yeah. I'm not from around here. <laughs> so you go on a beach with a big camera. You oh, know, shit, yeah, dude. Those know. real big sun hats. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll wear, like, slides and shorts <laughs> and a button-down, like, fishing shirt. Like, yeah. what's up, everybody? That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, 
well, if you're out there and you want to come to my show, please do. Um, I have a website. It's www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com, or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone. It's super easy. You know, my boy Cody has my actual cell phone number, but you can just email me. I might One day I'm just going to do that thing that Freeze does, and he gives out his phone number in front of thousands of people oh, like shit, a crazy yeah. person. <laughs> he did that at one of the first show I ever saw him at. It was packed. It was packed. And he was like, hey, so you guys want to give me a call? Here's my phone number. He gave out a legit phone number. They would read and text Shit. back to the His phone was blowing up. I was like, why are you doing that? He's like, I don't know, man. Fuck every bit of that. <laughs> that dude's crazy. Fuck every that bit of that. That dude's crazy. Uh, but I'm going to wrap things up like I wrap everything up with a musical musings. Um, so this song is, uh, well, it's another day. So it's another ska song. You're welcome, everyone. I'm going to flood your bullshit with ska until you start liking it um it's just becoming my new identity now i don't know i, I listen to other genres i promise are you 13 like I'm, yes i'm 13 <laughs> and i love it i'm having a good time 13 um, wears some dcs <laughs> let's go <laughs> but it's just uh, i i've been listening to a lot more ska lately i don't know why but they're just uh, their lyrics are just super poignant and it's always super fun but um, this song in particular is called All My Friends Are Metalheads. Uh, it's by a band called Less Than Jake. And it's not metal at all. It's just super like horns. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, what the lyric that he says um, resonates with me. He says, uh, did we take the time to really discover how little we know about each other? And that's kind of the show. Um, you know, I heard the song the other day and I was like, that's my freaking show. That's all I do. Like, I, I one yeah. day I was sitting there I was just like, I don't know anything about the people around me. Like, you know, you have everyone has like especially like work acquaintances or whatever you're like oh man that's jake right yeah but yeah. what does jake do when jake's not doing whatever jake does at work like i have no freaking idea and so when i heard that i was like oh man it makes me think of like really just getting below the you know just that surface level nonsense yeah people absolutely having like a sit down real conversation because i mean you know we're all people we all have our own lives and, yeah you know there's a bunch of interesting crap going on i had no idea i'm gonna bring it up again shitting in the woods Boy, <laughs> fascinating to me i've done, I can, it, do a I've whole done episode it more than about, no <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that's that's what i'm gonna leave you guys on so um until next time i'll talk to you later okay bud bye you fuckers <laughs>